you're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, learned to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learned to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for, to foster this community of perpetual go-getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Hello, hello, everybody. How the heck are you? It's been a real roller coaster this week, hasn't it? It's finally November. That's great. It's starting to rain here, which is amazing. We need that rain so badly. And um, apparently we are in election week instead of election day. And I know lots of people are stressing out about it, um, regardless of what you hope the outcome is. I, it's out of our control now and it's just about waiting. So try not to, I feel like everyone's been stress eating, <laughs> um, watching the news for literally three, four or five days. Just step away from the phone and from the news for a while. Go outside, do some things you like to do. Um, I think the results will find you when they are decided. Um, somebody will text you and you'll get a notification on your phone. Um, it's not, to me anyway, it's not really worth like stressing out about. Though I kind of like the drama, um, it's kind of like watching, it's like a reality TV show, I swear. What else is going on? Um, Friday, today's Friday. My wait list for the Wealth Academy is closing today or tomorrow. I'm going to be away from my home office on Friday, today. So um, I'm going to give people the chance to get on the wait list until Saturday, um, probably like midday. So if you want to get on the wait list, um, please do so. There are some amazing things that come with being on the wait list. I've talked about it on my Instagram stories for like every day this week, but if you haven't heard you, if you get on the wait list, it's not like you're automatically enrolling in the program. Um, you're basically just like putting your name on a list so that you are the first people that I go to that I'm like, Hey, it's officially open for enrollment. If you want to grab a spot, cause I've told you guys, I'm only taking, you know, five or six people. So it's advantageous to get on waitlist because then you get first crack at one of those spots. And then I'm giving everybody $500 off if you get on the waitlist and you enroll and eight weeks of Voxer access, which is basically like you can text me throughout the entire program um, and get help on whatever you need help on. I've had people send me videos and pictures and um, you can send voice messages also. It's kind of like walkie talkie or you can text. So it's just a really great like extra thing. Um, to take advantage of. And also if you're on the wait list, um, I'm offering extended payment plans to people. So instead of like a four month payment plan or six months, we can try to extend it and have it make more sense for you, you know, because they obviously want it to make sense for you. And I've been talking all week about like some of the things that are going on inside the Wealth Academy. You know, I'm doing one-on-ones for every single person inside so that I know exactly what your money situation is. And we're also, it starts in January. So after this shit show of a year, we're going to kick off in January of 2021. We're going to plan out your entire year. I'm working on something that's very exciting. Um, I need to get together that I'm going to send out to everybody inside for the start of the program. That's going to help us plan out the entire year, put together a plan for like paying off debt for the entire year and just get set up 
for 2021 because this obviously has been a wild ride of a year. So I want to kick off 2021 and have you feeling confident that it's going to be an amazing year. So I would love to see you inside the Wealth Academy if you have any questions. Again, the wait list closes like after um, Saturday afternoon, those bonuses I just talked about are going to go away. Um, so I would get on the wait list so you can kind of like lock those things in um, before they disappear. Okay, this is going to be a short and sweet episode. My dog is asleep right now, um, but I have the feeling he's going to wake up pretty soon here. So, and then he's going to be an annoying son of a gun. Um, he's been driving me crazy lately. <laughs> I've been taking out for like three walks a day because I'm like, get, I need your, I need this energy to be gone. Um, cause I have stuff to do and I need you to basically sleep all day. So, uh, I'm going to take him out for a walk right after this when he wakes up. But today we're going to talk about giving power to the things that you have control about in regards to your finances and working to let go of the things that are outside of your control, which I feel like is a good practice for this week, right? Because we're all sitting here watching the news. It's out of our control and we're still stressing out about it, even though there's literally nothing we can do about it. So when I first started, I just did like a whole Instagram post on this of showing kind of like my evolution of my finances over the past six years of like, it was really hard and I struggled a lot and I was working on building habits and then I fell off track and, you know, then I had my emergency fund saved up and then I had to use it. So I was backtracking, you know, I was really discouraged about it and thinking of money as a scarcity. So it was just to show like an overall picture of like, I didn't just wake up and nobody wakes up and is like, you know what, I'm going to get my finances sorted out this month. And then from there, you're like, okay, great. I'm debt free. It's totally easy. I know how to budget. I'm feeling confident about it. Um, it's really kind of a progression through ups and downs and feeling like, okay, I'm feeling confident with money. And then you have to backtrack because something came up in your life and you had to use your emergency fund. And then you got to spend the next six months building it back up. And it really is just like this yo-yo of like just working through the whole process until you get to the point where I'm feeling like I got to that point last year where I'm like, I feel great about this. You know, it took a long time because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I felt like I was trying to have like exert my, my influence basically over things I didn't have control over. Um, like you don't have control over when emergencies come up in your life and you have to use money that you had allocated for other stuff. And it's just like, you don't have control over those things. So the point of today's episode is thinking about the things that you do have control over and focusing your attention and your effort and your time and your money on those things instead of all of the other things that are way out of our control. So there are a lot of excuses that people use about why they can't budget. Also, I wanted to include this in there. Um, I've heard all of them. I've heard I don't make enough money to budget. I've heard I make too much money to budget that it doesn't matter and I can just spend my money however I want. I've heard it's too confusing. It's boring. Nobody ever taught me how to do it. Uh, literally everything, everything, everything about people's lives that they're like, this is my excuse for basically putting off taking control of my money or like getting my finances sorted out, even though I know I should do it. There's a million excuses, but I think we need to focus on the things that we can do. And that's when I saw kind of like this turning point in my money of like, instead of focusing on like feeling badly for myself, of like, well, I don't make very much money. So, you know, I'm kind of just struggling right now and I'm going to struggle until I make more money. And then hopefully things will be fine. And I'll just like have enough money to do the things that I want. And in reality, that's probably like never going to happen for a lot of people. And honestly, I've talked to people who make like $20,000 a month, $30,000 a month, 
that have the same problems where they're like, yeah, I thought, you know, when I started earning $200,000 a year, we would out earn our money problems. And then I thought when we started making $300,000 a year, then we would for sure out earn our money problems. And it just kind of like compounds the problem. So taking ownership of those things and learning to focus on the things that you do have control over is the key for everything. And it was the key for me of let's stop focusing on excuses and things that are making me feel like I can't do something and instead focus on the things that I can do. So one of the things I would love for you to do, I feel like I've been giving you guys homework in these episodes, but <laughs> um, your homework this week, I guess, is to make a list of the things that you feel are your excuses for not taking control of your money. Maybe it's like, I'm too busy and I feel like I can't dedicate any time to it. Maybe it's, I feel like it's too confusing and I don't really understand how to do it. And so I've just been putting it off because I don't have the time or the energy or that I don't want to put the effort into figuring out how to do it. Maybe it's, you feel you don't make enough money, that you'll be in debt forever, that you make too much money, that it's not important. Whatever the reasons are, like, I want you to write a list of like at least 10 reasons why you think you can't budget, why you think you can't save money, get out of debt, buy a house, whatever those things are. And then I want you to go through that list point by point and think about, is this in my control or is this out of my control and start crossing off the things that are out of your control. So for example, one of my excuses was I don't make enough money to be able to get out of debt, save for an emergency fund, save for all the things that I want to do, buy a house. Like I thought I would because I was making like slightly above minimum wage. Um, and I was like, well, I'm just, you know, it's not in the cards for me right now, maybe in like 10 years or something when I start making more money, then I can start thinking about my money. So when I started thinking about this, I was like, well, I could always get another job. Like, why wouldn't I do that instead of just like sitting in this place of feeling like, well, this is just kind of where I'm at in life and this is what's gonna happen to me. Um, I did this exercise and I was like, well, if I got another part-time job, then I'd have more money and I could put that money towards paying off my debt and like get a head start on that. So that's what I started doing. I started taking these excuses and trying to find a solution to them. So if one of your excuses is, for example, like um, I'm too busy to budget or I'm too busy to like be responsible with my money and try to figure out a system that works for me. I will tell you that was also one of my things too. But then like, if you think about it, how much time do we spend like doing things that don't really serve us or like watching endless episodes of friends or Seinfeld or whatever it is for you. We spend so much time doing that. And I've told you guys so many times, I'm like, literally it takes me 10 minutes a week, a week, not a day, 10 minutes a week to sit down and check on my money and like, make sure everything's fine. And in those 10 minutes a week, I've paid off all of my debt. I've saved money for an emergency fund. Um, I'm putting money towards a house and buying a new car and going on vacation, putting money into my business, investing myself from 10 minutes a week, a week. That's crazy. That's less than an episode of friends. We have these excuses of just like these stories we haven't had our head of like, I'm too busy. You know, I got to take care of uh, the kids. I've got to go walk the dog. I got to go make dinner. I got to go to the grocery store. Like I understand everyone's lives are fucking busy and crazy. But if we can write down that excuse and then actually ask ourselves like, okay, is that a real reason? Or could I probably find 10 minutes a week? And just understanding that it doesn't need to be something that's overwhelming. It's just, I feel we put in a corner. We just like put this excuse in a corner and we're like, that's the reason I can't do it. Sorry, I would love to, but I just can't because I am too busy. 
I've got kids, I've got pets, I have, you know, a family to take care of. So we're just like, nope, can't do it. So I would love for you to write out some excuses of like, why do you think you can't take responsibility for your money, get things sorted out? And I want you to work through that list of like, okay, am I really too busy? Can I find 10 minutes? Do I really think it's too confusing? Or could I probably figure it out and find some help? invest in myself, join the wealth Academy. There's my plug for that <laughs> and get help with it. Do you think like, Oh, my spouse is not going to get on board. So what's the point, whatever it is, right? Like write it down and try to figure out um, if that excuse is legit, or if we could try to find a workaround to that problem. So all in all, I would love you write down your list, cross off the things that you don't have control over, try to find a solution or kind of get to the root of like, why is this excuse kind of bullshit? And then let's move on from there. But I, again, it's all about giving power to the things that you do have control over. Like for me, that example I gave you of like, I thought, well, I don't really make enough money to get out of the current situation that I'm in. So I'm just not going to worry about it until later in life when I'm earning more money. Um, if I can give power to like, well, I really kind of have a lot of control over my earning potential. So what if I just like dedicated myself to increasing my earning potential. Would that fix that problem? And I was like, oh, well, yeah, bitch, it would. So why don't I go do that? Instead of just like wallowing in the fact of like, this is where I'm at and this is all that's gonna be available to me. Um, I took control over like, well, I'm just gonna earn more money. And then like, I'm gonna get a part-time job. And then I got two part-time jobs. So I had three jobs at one point to dig myself out of this hole because again, I was dedicated to this. I was like, well, let me just change the story real quick and get myself out of this situation because this is obviously not like a legit excuse. So that I took control over that thing and gave power to that thing I had control over. I was like, I could probably earn like three times as much as what I'm earning, right? Let's test it out. And from there, you know, I just started my own business and I've been working to like increase my earning potential for like five, six years now and really dedicated myself to it because I was like, I don't wanna live in the space where I feel like I don't have control over certain things. I've taken control over like earning potential and given power to that thing of like, let's just see where this goes and I'm gonna try and bust my ass and you know try to earn more money so that I can live the life that I wanna live. So that's just a personal example, but whatever yours is, um, if you want to share it with me, I would love to hear it. Um, you guys can always DM me on Instagram, you know, um, and share what you think um, is your kind of like legit excuse for not, taking control of your finances. And then I will help you figure out a solution. I'm happy to do that too. But anyway, that is just the short episode I wanted to give you guys before the weekend, something to think about, especially like the holidays are coming up and we have lots of guilt around spending and, you know, people are impulsively spending right now and spending too much money and forgetting their money goals and kind of just putting it off until like the new year of like, okay, next year I'm going to figure this out and, you know, take control of my money and sort things out. Um, and just kind of like let the next two months slip by. So I'd love for you guys to kind of like put a little stopper in that and think about these things um, and kind of like start setting your goals for the coming year and start setting yourself up for um, that happening. Also, I know last episode we talked about holiday spending and getting your holiday spending plan together. Um, so I know that this is like a one-way conversation and you can't answer me, but I just wanted to remind you to check in on your holiday spending plan. If you haven't done it yet, still, please do. It's still early enough. Um, you know, a lot of people haven't even started shopping yet. That's me. Um, I wrote down all the things I wanted to get people so that I knew how much money I could spend um, this holiday season. So if you haven't done that, and you haven't listened to the last episode, please do. I walk you through like 
the process of like, okay, let's write down who we need to get a present for, figure out how much money um, we actually have to spend. Cause I don't want anybody to go into debt to like get a present. I think that's kind of silly. So make sure you do that. It's still early November. There's plenty of time. Um, and I believe that's it. So if you want to get in the Wealth Academy, you want to get on the wait list for the Wealth Academy, don't forget to do it tonight or at least by tomorrow morning. I'm also going to be on Instagram um, today and tomorrow talking about like some case studies from past students. I just invested in myself again yesterday morning, 1200 bucks into myself um, because I want to start speaking at schools. I haven't really told the general public this information yet. But again, like I've said, I feel like my podcast people are the first people to know about everything. Um, because obviously if I can get in front of a bigger audience, then I can spread my impact around. So that's been a goal of mine, um, you know, for the past few months. And I was really frustrated because it seems like a very complicated process. You got to like pitch colleges, you got to have, you know, your topic set up. And I have, you know, other things going on in life. So I kind of did this exercise that I just told you about. I was like, okay, what is my real excuse for like putting off reaching out to colleges or putting together like my pitch page and all that stuff. And it was like, it's a fear because I don't know what I'm doing and I don't necessarily have all the time to commit to figuring it out. So those are the instances where I'm like, okay, well, I think it's a good idea to invest because it's going to save me time. It's going to save me energy. Um, and I found somebody who comes really highly recommended. So I'm like, great, take my money because I'm so pro investing when it, when, it, when an opportunity comes up, that's going to save me time and energy and all that stuff. And so I was thinking about that as I invested in myself, um, yesterday, I was like, okay, what would I need to know? What do I need to know before I invest in myself? I always like to know, like, I'm going to get a return on this money. Um, and I always like to hear from people that have gone through the program or gone through, you know, whatever the thing is, I like to hear from them, um, because I like to know everything before I do anything. So I've kind of applied that to kind of the way that I've been marketing the Wealth Academy. So today I want to share like how past, um, people who went through the Wealth Academy last time, like how has their journey been from start to finish? Where did they start before we, um, went through the Wealth Academy? Where are they now? Where are they seeing themselves in the future? How do they feel? Like, are they feeling confident? Are they feeling worried about anything? Um, and kind of just like show the overarching journey to people who are thinking about joining the Wealth Academy also, because that's something that I always like to know before I give anybody my money. I'm like, okay, tell me I'm going to get my return on investment here. Tell me how it's going to improve my life. Um, so I'm going to be doing that today and tomorrow. So if you want to hear that information, make sure you hop on over to Instagram. I'll be sharing it there. Um, and I would love to see you inside. So if you have questions about anything, you know where to find me and I'm happy to answer any questions for you, okay? So enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next one.